Welcome to the Kink Sense Podcast. It's 2023. This is a new year, new me podcast. Uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for riding with us through 2022. Yeah, I just finished school, so I've got a lot more time to sort of dedicate to um, kind of focusing on the podcast to, to our Patreon subscribers. <laughs> Thank you. I promise content is coming. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, we, we got off the ground in 2022, planning on having kind of a more frequent release schedule. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now you said um, it. So now we have attending to more it. events. We're looking at like Dark Odyssey. We're looking at DomCon LA. We're looking at um, we wanted to do Kinky College, but it's already fucking sold out. Yeah. Yeah. Elise, what, what's what's a resolution? for What's a kink resolution for you for 2023? Oh, shit. Well, one, I discovered through one of the podcasts that I listened to that there's like a a way of tracking, like collecting data on yourself with this app. Doesn't matter what it is. I'm not here to plug it. But it um, I've been asking myself questions about like, when do I feel dommy? When do I not feel that? Like just trying to get a sense of like, what's like, what are my patterns related to that? And so... Um, I want to continue doing that and figure out how to access that um, more consistently. So you wanted to keep track of when you're feeling kind of particularly engaged in like power play. Yes. And what else does your app tell you? Oh, there's a different one. (laughs) There's a different one that connects to my my Apple Watch mm-hmm. um, that is meant to indicate when you're close to orgasm or not for yourself or your partner based in case, on... In case you didn't know. In case I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know why it is like for solo play, but it'll like, it pays attention to your heart rate. And so then it like signals out loud like uh, that you're close to... Wait, it signals out loud? Yeah, yeah. So, you could do it. so for like the person that you're with to hear it? Yeah. Like don't stop whatever you're doing. Yeah, that'd be funny if it was just like don't like <laughs> don't stop. And I'm like, ah, stop my phone. Stop it. But like how does it differentiate if it's going on heart rate, how is it gonna differentiate between um like when you're fucking versus when you're running fast? Well, you have to initiate the app. It's not just running all the time. So it's not like I would have to <laughs> to say I'm about to have sex or I'm about to masturbate and I'm going to turn it on versus like I'm in the middle of a um, heart racing nerve wracking court case (laughs) you might be about to orgasm you're anything like me and and how I'm wired and then my phone goes oh oh," and you know that's what I want (laughs) don't stop (laughs) don't stop So I'm curious to explore that. I haven't actually used it yet, but we'll, well see. Well, that, that sort of brings me into our topic for the day, which is not apps, but <laughs> toys. Toys. We're going to get into sex toys. We had a uh, a listener of the show suggest this for an idea. Mm-hmm. And shout outs to that listener who I don't know if they want to be named or not. So but I'm going to keep that out. But you know who but, you are. Yeah. So let's get into the wonderful wide world of sex toys. I've Elise. also heard, sorry, <laughs> so I've heard sex toys, um, there's like a whole like sex tech industry, right? 
that like were there looking at all the different ways like the apps and um, machines and um, where they're really looking at how do you increase pleasure. So I'm curious. It's becoming more a bigger and bigger industry. Um, that sounds like a great use of technology and algorithm that I'm sure won't get misused in any way, shape, or form, or <laughs> used to try to sell something. But so, sex toys. Yeah. What was your first sex toy? My first sex toy? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can remember. Um, what was yours? I had. Um, I think I was in sort of embarrassingly late actually I don't know that that's embarrassing because I was in college and I hadn't I didn't have anything and my friend my best friend from high school uh took me to a sex shop we were like wandering around it wasn't like all right Elise it's time it's time for your first vibrator and we're gonna take you shopping we just happened to be like out and pass the place and I was like oh I don't have one and she's like oh shit like let's go yeah Yeah. let's fix this so and I felt so sheepish in this place of like walking around being like which dick do I want to put inside me and she was like you want this one and she pulled it out and it was this it's kind of like what a slosh is like (laughs) it is a little bit hmm so it was a pink like jelly see-through um vibrator dildo so and it was like um, it had, I remember it had balls attached and I always thought that was like really weird. Like, why do I need that in terms of like, what does it have a use? And I, and I never really totally understood that, but I had that for years and years and years. And that was the only one that I had. Um, and it took double A batteries and it would always suck when it, um, when it would run out mid session, but the it's a short battery life. Well, not. I mean, it meant that like I'd used it multiple times. Okay. Yeah. You just wore that thing out. Yeah, <laughs> and so then, but it had the little like uh, knob at the bottom that it went. So it was like one, only one setting, and it could just go like low to like brrrr, like high, and that was that was the extent. Those of again, it. those are your two modalities. Yeah, it's, it just it's either yeah teasing or what the fuck is happening i'm gonna go numb which we'll get into later with vibrators Uh (laughs) (laughs) for real yeah so that was that was my first and i had it forever until one day i decided i've had this for a long time maybe it's gone bad (laughs) and i threw it away (laughs) (laughs) sorry i spaced out for a second i'm still trying to think of my first sex toy and all i could think about is stuff that i used instead of a sex toy as a really horny kinky teenager which was don't worry about it i'll share mine um, uh, so if you share yours i think i think at one point i used the back end of a microphone <laughs> <laughs> i love that you had access to that and we're like seems like about the right size i think at one point i used some kind of vegetable of, of course um but yeah i would sort of improvise with stuff around the house because um yeah, I lived at home and it wasn't a super sex positive place. That and you just don't want to, I mean, not not even so much the sex positivity or you just don't want to get into like, hey, mom, dad, can I get a dildo? And what do you need a dildo for? Because we're all pretending that you're straight for some reason. Uh, <laughs> not that that constitutes it, but you, you just had to be there. 
yeah, the first one I can remember was something that vibrated, I think. <laughs> um, they looked like Kegel bead things. Oh, yeah. But they vibrated for some reason. Yeah. And one of my partners as a teenager had um, something she claimed was for exfoliating skin that was clearly not for exfoliating skin. It was just like a vibrating massager, basically, that... Oh, wait, like a, was it something that like she would use on her face? Yeah, but it's not, that's not how it got used. Or maybe it did, and there was crossover between those two worlds. Because there is... absolutely is a vibrating face wash, like, tool. Okay. So, that exists, and I don't know what it's called, but it has, like, the outside of it's, like, really nubby. Nubby? Like, it's, like, a, it's, like, silicone, and it's, um, it's very textured, but in a soft way, mm -hmm. um, and it's typically they're like the ones that I've seen are like kind of round, but they're like yeah they're exfoliating or they're um, but they do vibrate. They have ones that vibrate, and I bet they can be multi-use. It never occurred to me. Any vibrating object I feel like can double as a fucking sex toy. It's, you have so many toothbrush stories. Like oh fair yeah, yeah. yeah I never I never had a, one of those as a kid. A vibrating toothbrush. Mm mm. No, they're much better for when your I say teeth. Kid, I mean teenager, but um, yeah. Okay, so interesting. Did you, when you use things at home that were not technically like objects, like not technically dildos, did you put a condom on it? Boop. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because <laughs> that, I also did that, but I would use like a flashlight because I didn't have like microphones around my house but same <laughs> difference I'm sorry <laughs> I know um, but yeah I I would put a condom on yeah I'm not gonna get a flashlight I don't want to ruin good vegetables <laughs> <laughs> did you um, did you put the vegetable back no uh, okay, no I didn't I think one at one point I think at one point like I hid it under my bed out of shame like <gasps> shame. and then so shame. so at some point like I remember I looked and it was gone. So I think my mom came into my room kind of like cleaning shit up and tidying shit up or grabbing laundry and just saw like this. The, Butternut this squash. Phallic, <laughs> <laughs> this phallic vegetable with a condom on it. No. <laughs> no. You didn't take the condom I don't off. remember. But it was gone. And so if somebody has a phallic like vegetable object under their bed, yeah, you would... kind of know what's up. I mean, I definitely have learned to not poke around in other people's, like, drawers. Oh, I was a nosy fucking kid. Um, I found more than I bargained for. Same, same. Like, I remember at some point discovering my mom had this, like, whole book of erotica. Like, the cover of it had, you remember in high school, did you do this where, like, you got your textbook and then you, like, made a new cover for it? with like a paper bag yeah. or okay yeah so actually I, I didn't have the fine motor skills to do that and had a really fucking hard time with it oh but it was like a cool thing to do yeah. i remember that right so she had something like that and it was like covered up this book of erotica and i was like this is a weird thing to have like a book covered in paper with football helmets on it for my mom like so what the fuck is this book with and it was like this amazing book of erotica that nice. my mom then caught me reading in the laundry room scandalous and then i never found it again were you sitting on like the vibrating washing machine no but i definitely did the thing where she walked in and then i closed it 
and pretended like I was doing something else, even though it was very clear. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> very. Classic. Mm. Takes a while to get out of that progression. You need a few reps of it not fucking working before you're like, you I realize, need to get like, something else in the muscle memory uh, here. I am not invisible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't just be like, you can't see me. Um. So what's in your collection now that you're digging? Oh, so... So the first toy that like I got after I threw away the pink one mm-hmm. for some reason, um, my friend who got me, so my friend who helped me pick out the first one actually like talked to me about um, this new toy that she had. So she bought me my first two sex toys that is a fucking friend i know and then she's like somebody bought this for me and it was a game changer and i've never once before like had felt arousal just thinking about a toy and and this toy changed that for me we're like i want yeah i want yeah you've heard this story before it was a uh, G-spot, like a glass curved G-spot like dildo. That thing feels good. It does feel good. So one end of it is sort of like ribbed, and then the other end um, is uh, like just smooth and has like a little bit of a larger, rounder end to it. And it was the first time that I successfully gave myself a like a g-spot orgasm on my own and i was like oh game changer like oh got it okay i understand why and so after that i was like told another friend about it and i bought it for her so i've bought so it's in circulation now just around i'm sure there's a lot of there's i bought that same like sex toy for at least two other women to be like you need this so, you know, hopefully they... That's then, what friends are for. Hopefully then they bought that for people that they care about. So, yeah, that would on. be that would be on. my favorite. Nice. That's what that's what's in your collection now that you dig the most? Uh, that was the first... The most, but... Yeah, there's... It really depends on... Because we haven't broken that thing out in a while. I If I'm going to play... That's like a solo favorite. Mm. That's a solo favorite. Okay. There's a difference. Okay. I think between the toys that I'll use with other people and the toys that I use. And I never before until recently, I mostly just used toys on my own. I they weren't something that I necessarily used with other people. What about you? What's your favorite? What am I digging right now? Mm-hmm. Um pretty consistently the the dildo we use that has that curve on it like all the time. Um, like the peach colored one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty consistently like my. It's just the right amount of like hardness and flexibility, and the curve is fucking perfect for like hitting prostate spots. Yeah. And um, uh, that is a toy I got when I was um in another lifetime ago when I was married, <laughs> and um. <laughs> I think it was the first thing I got like strap on pegged with. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. And here we are now with it still. <laughs> and it's still like the best feeling sex toy. Yeah. But yeah, the curve matters, especially with people with prostates. 
a vast majority of the nerve endings are in the first like two inches of the vagina, right? And so having something that is, that's a different experience than someone with a prostate, right? Like you really want something that's going to like hit. Although the prostate's supposed to be re- relatively early too. That's true. So then how does, okay. It's, that's angle. Gotcha. Yeah. That thing fucking hits too, because the good thing about glass and and like steel shit is like it, it's not gonna um like flex out of where you want it to go, and you can really create like pressure mm-hmm. with an object that isn't like flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this is so this is one of your favorites. I remember this is one of the first like sexy photos you sent me. Yeah, aesthetically that, that thing sells itself. But um, it's pretty. Um. Yeah. So and then yeah, an assortment of decks of different textures there's a recent one on the bed right now that you got while we were at um stock room in la they mm-hmm. have a a store there okay so this is a what are they called like a a strapless dildo yeah where... i've always been suspicious of these because i i never feel like they would stay in so, like, one is supposed to go in your vagina. Correct, And the other yeah. one's supposed to go in somebody else's orifice, basically. And you're supposed to peg, and that thing being in your vagina. Yeah, is... just by the strength of my pelvic floor alone, <laughs> I can just Kegels. grab, yeah, yep. grasp onto it with my uh, vagina <laughs> and thrust into you. Yep. So, the idea for me was, like, I wanted to try it out because I liked the idea of... Being you were able... fairly confident. No, I didn't expect it, it to stay in me okay. alone. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I've done enough Kegels to accomplish that. Like that is not, I'm not like a Kegel bodybuilder. But I wanted to know if um, having this inside of me, pushing up against like my G-spot mm-hmm. would then create a, um, a pleasurable experience for when I was pegging you and now I'm pointing it at you and holding it kind of like an upside down gun. That's <laughs> here we go. It looks a little bit like a weird floppy gun. Um, very much like Gonzo's nose. If Gonzo was also <laughs> a uh, plague doctor, <laughs> would you agree? <laughs> no. Yeah. That paints a picture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If you're holding it upside down. Um, this feels like the way I would give my like science presentations in high school. So what was your idea to make it stay? Oh, so I was going to try. I was like jerry-rigged it. Like I, I got it <laughs> inside of me. And then I also put on like a strap-on harness. I never thought of doing that. And so then I stuck this part through the hole of the harness and then... Um, so that it could like, uh, hold, stabilize it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and it mostly functioned. There was like, right when it mattered the most though, it fell out. No, (laughs) but you like edging. Like as I was like, I lost momentum because it fell out. And there's something really fucking awkward about having to adjust your strap on is not my it's not my favorite yeah. to have to be like cool we're really in the mood now pause while i put on <laughs> this 
very awkward strap on that I have to step through. I have a theory that the awkwardness and... is like all for the person putting on the harness because I don't care. Like I'll, I'm fucking turned on as shit and just like waiting. Like I'm, but like I'm not waiting of like what the fuck. Like it's not really immersion breaking for me. Really? Like, yeah. No, I'm just ready to get it. Even if I like fall over while I'm putting it on, I do. I'm so turned on by that point. <laughs> Even if I'm a fucking Muppet when I'm doing Can it. You stop. <laughs> if you lean into trying to make it fucking awkward. No, yeah, it's going to be awkward. Well, I guess I do that already. Yeah, uh, a, yeah. At least specialty. Please put the thing away. <laughs> you don't like me holding it like this and pointing, it, <laughs> and pointing it at you and shaking it. I'm going to take away the sex toys if you don't behave. Um... <laughs> All right, what else do we have out here that, we have, that you've enjoyed? Um, that prostate massager has promise. I uh, it's it's weird though. Why? Well, I just like the shape is weird. Sometimes with prostate massagers, I look at them and I'm like, I don't know how to get this in you. Like I don't like I don't know which side goes where, and then. I mean, so with a prostate massager, the other end is always like up against. I'm about to tap out. <laughs> There's so many choices. Um, I don't like how it looks like a little face, though. Okay. Right there. There's like a, yeah, there's like a yelling, uh, the vibrating part of it with the button has a, has a yelling face. <laughs> Sorry, I got weird. Uh, what are sex toys? So, like, what are some misses for you? Stuff that you tried that you were like, cool, let's try it. Mm. And um, didn't pan out. Things that I've tried that are, like, a no-go. I've tried, like, CBD lube, and that has never been... I fucking... Like, the CBD thing, it's not regulated at all. Mm-hmm. And so people can just make claims of whatever the fuck. Um, what did you not like about CBD lube? Well, I just, I never noticed that it made, like, it's supposed to increase, like, sensitivity or, not sensitivity, but, like, enjoyment because it might increase blood flow to that area. And I never noticed that. It's because that sounds like bullshit. <laughs> but, I don't know. I remember trying, like, a heated, like, a, the kind of lube that, like, warms up when I was much younger. And that just made me numb. Would yeah, I've had some some lubes um, that made me feel like I just rubbed like like hot peppers all over my jaw. <laughs> like there's just something that's supposed to be like a hot or cold sensation and it becomes like more distracting than anything else. I've yeah. never met any I've never had any play partner that was like I really swear by using that stuff. Like you remember KY had like the the hot and cold mm -hmm. things. It was like this just sort of feels like capsaicin <laughs> more than anything else. It, it might be but, that. They um, still sell that shit. You still see, I still yeah. see it at grocery stores. Yeah. That's one of the few ones they allow. They, they allow lube in grocery stores. Sex toys are one thing. Lubricants are another. So vibrators. I had always, I had really liked this one that was like particularly like a clitoral, like suction. Oh yeah. Let's get it. Like suction cup versus wands. Suction yeah. cup. Section <laughs> yeah. like like clit suckers versus like wands yeah so the, okay so if you're gonna use a clit sucker you, you have to 
be very precise with it. Like you, it's not like a, like if you use the magic wand, it's like you can just sort of like jam it up into like any part of your anatomy and it's going to vibrate everything, right? And so there's a, there's a benefit to that. Mm -hmm. A clit sucker, you have to get it in exactly the right spot for it to work. Um, And if I were to like put that in like my like left labia, right? It's, I'm not going to. I think that's where the clitoris is. (laughs) So I would say I really like the Hitachi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's probably my everybody go-to. loves that fucking thing. It works yeah. for whatever junk you have going on. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody can have a good time with that thing. Yeah, They're awesome. I could fall asleep on one of those in a good way, not out of boredom, <laughs> but like you just never want to get off of the wand. <laughs> <laughs> I but I remember when I first when we first got it, I was sort of like I don't know that i'm gonna like it it, i never would have bought it for myself because i like i had the little clit sucker thing that i liked so much Mm. and so i was i at that point i was like why do i need more than one of these things which one got you off quicker i mean oh generally speaking uh the clit sucker absolutely really oh 100 interesting yeah the first time i used that i was like like it was just this like immediate like it wasn't even that enjoyable it just happened so fast that i yeah Yeah. that i was like what the fuck like (laughs) (laughs) that was not consensual i did not know that was going to happen that fast um and then when i mixed the the (laughs) sucker with the um the glass like g-spot want that that's nice that was a good combo yeah I would say those are versus like there are some vibrators that are like built bullets. Yeah, bullets. Not a fan. Or there's some that are like rumbly. Like they sell some that are um, not shaped. They shape sort of like a flat egg, mm, and they're yeah. more rumbly than like high frequency. Yeah. Um, like vibration, and that does. I've tried that and been like, I don't, what's this supposed to, what is this supposed to be doing? But I find that like with, with anything that's like on a higher frequency, it really helps to take breaks. Yeah. I was going to get into that of like the, the numb effect that like, and like the Hitachi is like a super like guilty of this is like, like you spend enough time with it chasing an orgasm. And eventually you're like, I'm so desensitized to... <laughs> I could sit here for an hour. To everything. And nothing's <laughs> it feels happen. good, but I'm not building anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but like, I, how long do you have to take like break-wise before Personally? you find it ramps back up again? I would say anywhere between like, like three days to a week would be... Wait. I was thinking like 10 minutes. Ah! (laughs) Yeah, no, no, because it's like that makes like a couple days. Because if I use it at a couple days in a row. Yeah. It does. It's not as effective. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I would have thought it was just like quick break. Oh, in between. Oh, no, no, no. I can't. Like if I were to um, use it like back to but there's some people who that's not true for, right? Like there's some people, there's like a whole kink related to like being like forced orgasm, right? Where you, uh, somebody like straps a Hitachi wand 
to you and uh, restrains you and you can't get away mm-hmm. from the orgasm. And then it you like come over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I don't, I have not experienced that. And I, it's hard for me to imagine not just going numb from that and that not being, you look like you're in fantasy land. <laughs> you just... I was just thinking of a session we had where I was, where I was edging you mm-hmm. with the vibrator and there was no danger of oversensitivity. I don't remember if it was just the vibrator. But edging is different, yeah, agreed. right? Like agreed. Because you're pulling back and you're giving mm-hmm. some amount of space. Yeah, that feels different. There's no continuous... Yeah. yeah. One uh, another thing that was interesting to me with the Hitachi was uh, one of the first times I played with you with it, you got off like because I was building like up to like setting like four or whatever. Let's say oh, it's yeah, one yeah. through four. You got off when I went from four to one. Yeah. Which was interesting. Yeah. Like I and, that. and like I've noticed that too, where like the super intense then going to like a slower, more. I don't know. For some reason, your body responds more to that where you would think when you just ramp it up. So, like, I don't know. Bodies are weird, man. Yeah. I don't know if this is – I don't know the science of, of edging or whatever. But I yeah. find that, like, for me, I enjoy orgasms more when there's edging involved or, like, when I'm anticipating the feeling. Like, I I want to, like – versus, like, blasted. Right, like this, the sensory experience of just being blasted with a vibrator. Like, yeah, that'll that will bring me to orgasm, but that's not this. It's not as enjoyable of an orgasm as when my brain is involved in anticipating when I might feel, like, when am I going to feel pleasure again in this like session, like. And not being able to know when it's going to happen or mm-hmm. anticipate it. But I can even edge myself and it feels good. But like like wanting it to happen and it not just happening all the time is a is a better. Yeah, it's a different headspace. It's a yeah. different sensation. Different. Yeah. Different like neurons firing off. I feel like. Yeah, there's got to be something. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> there's got to be some sort of like neurochemical reason for it. Like get some neuroscientist to answer that question for us someday. All right. You hear about um? Oh, I kind of want one of these, but I want I want it with the right shape. Um. Like the dragon decks. <laughs> yeah. Things look, um, I don't know why. I don't know if it's the color gradient or like. Like what appeals the, to you about the weird it? weird shape. Um, maybe I've just seen enough people playing with them that I thought was hot that now I'm just like, give me one. Um, but they're like the thickness of them. Okay. Describe. Describe what they look like. I, I'm not a big fan of this. Describe the sex toy game. Well, people can't see what we're talking about. Y'all. Google dragon dicks. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Maybe do that. I don't know. So, okay. So a website that has a lot of those is Bad Dragon. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's like definitely one of them. There's typically like highly textured. Yeah. Not like. <laughs> How do you describe this? <laughs> um, snake-like maybe is what you just. That... I mean, they're very anatomically correct for dragons. <laughs> They take their job very seriously. Yes. They make it as realistic yeah. as possible. Yeah. 
Um, but they have like they have like horse dicks. They have uh, werewolf dicks. <laughs> they have um, dragon. They have packers that are like like dragon related like so that if you want one so if but i think this is like for like people who do get into like furry play right uh, yeah yeah i think a lot of that stuff is yeah but even if you're not there's something about the like the texture's cool the color's cool and then there's something about being fucked by like a dummy mythical beast that is also fucking hot yeah um that i think that also like appeals to i mean it's the same like you know the tentacle porn and shit i mm-hmm. feel like that's kind of related yeah um yeah i think they have tentacle stuff wouldn't talk about texture like all the little s- suckers would be would create a very different textural well, I experience want, i don't want it to have suction no no just <laughs> that would be terrifying be, <laughs> I'd get turned inside out <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's like um, where the suckers are, like creates like ribs, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but this website also has the, and I can't pronounce this, and I'm not gonna try it again. But like they have like a guar crossover cuttlefish um, dildo that has like a little face on the end of it. I'm gonna get it. I don't know what I'm to do get, with that information. I'm gonna get it for you. No, uh, <laughs> no. And then yeah, you've seen the um, like the ovipositor things. We had a friend. What's an so explain what an ovipositor? You want me to describe it? No, just explain what it is. Um, I've been corrected. Ovipositor. Ovum. Um, but it's like an alien reproductive organ that shoots eggs into you shoots (laughs) with velocity (laughs) (laughs) um positor i'm gonna look it up uh a tubular organ through which a female insect or fish deposits eggs Mm. an ovipositor is uh so it is an actual scientific term so for those of you with breeding kinks and for i want to get abducted and fucked by ex mythical creature i feel like that hits mm-hmm. absolutely so i i think so then what what gets inserted i don't know what like i don't know what makes the egg okay so typically what i understand that is like it's some sort of like gelatinous substance that is safe obviously for or not you know. <laughs> no, it's safe. Um, but it is some kind of. Um, but then you have to like push the egg out. I'm trying to look it up right now. Glorp is a <laughs> is a product. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! That don't Google this. It is a dangerous <laughs> without your private settings on your. <laughs> A private browser before you start Googling alien eggs. Yeah, you don't you don't know what Amazon's gonna suggest for you later yeah. if you do that. You want one though? Yeah, there's something about the idea of getting Yeah, like I said, for those of you who No no your, your Do ears... you want one? What? Do you want one? Like for that to be an appendage that I have? No. <laughs> 
do you no i'm not asking do you want the ability to lay alien eggs in other people i was getting to that (laughs) so when i said for those of you who like the idea of being like abducted and like impregnated by x mythological beast Mm -hmm. then i'm I'm a part of that camp for sure i think that camp is bigger than people think it is um it's uh, it's yeah it's not a commonly um discussed like if you're gonna dabble in kink and bdsm and things like that your your gateway tool is ovipositors is ovipositors Everybody, it's, I, so anytime anyone comes to me and wants to know more about how do I get into the kinky life, I go, well, here's this ovipositor. You should take it home. <laughs> Play with it. Let me know what you think. We can, we can help you out from there. Okay. Okay, so I think the, there's another realm of sex toy that um, we haven't gotten into which is more like like mechanical i knew you were gonna say that yeah or something that is like the ones that are app connected where somebody else can control yeah what it's doing yeah a vibrating thing that's app controlled basically yeah um yeah Uh, so the app stuff is interesting especially for if you're camming um and like you want to let your fans control the thing or like for power dynamics, like if mm-hmm. y- I want to give you control of the app mm-hmm. um, and you can just like, I can be at the grocery store and all of a sudden my ass starts vibrating <laughs> and, and you fall to the that's ground. That's your way of being like, yeah. I own you bitch. Um, <laughs> and... I've definitely seen videos of people like out in public on dates and then like walking along and then their partner turns it on and then they're like trying to keep their shit together and like collapse onto oh, the floor. That's a great spot for that. Yeah. yeah. Like we're just taking we're on a date and we're walking down the boulevard together and then I turn that on and they're yeah. So that I think yeah. that's I think that's hot. There's also I think those I think they became really popular during uh, COVID shutdown, mm-hmm. especially because it was a way to play long distance with people, mm-hmm. um, and feel connected when we couldn't be we couldn't be touching. Our most recent addition to our collection mm-hmm. also is app controlled, mm-hmm. if you so choose. Yeah. A fuck, a fuck machine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my Christmas gift to Elise was that mechanical monstrosity. Uh, so it, this is a dual ended. So it has like you can have two dildos on it and then it creates like a um, um, the words aren't coming. So all I really want to do is like, you know, it goes <laughs> thrusting. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the word. Yeah, it creates a thrusting motion and has and varies in speed, mm-hmm. right? So and then you can also control the length of the thrust. Yeah, right. So it can be shallow or deep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you only need to go two inches in, from what I heard. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it comes with its own dildos. It comes with like a big long one, and then it comes with like a smaller. Both are hyper realistic looking. Yeah. Yeah. But you <laughs> but you could apply other. You could like you you can put anything with a vacuum lock, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we did play with it. It was really fun to put together, though. It felt like this, like 
it felt like the most fun Ikea project. But it seems like it's built really, really heavy duty. But then you can also control, uh, it could be app controlled, mm -hmm. right? So if you were doing uh, camming or something. Which to me almost feels a little dangerous when you're, when you're talking about giving that like control something over. with an engine or like the <laughs> fair <laughs> uh, it it felt really good i 10 out of 10 I'd, I'd recommend if if that's sort of the kind of thing it was interesting to be able to um give that control over to you um, yeah that was fun i could feel the the um like the room for for playing with somebody mm -hmm. like by adjusting the intensity like it's like a it gets used in a lot of like predicament related yeah. uh porn yeah. i think or like folks are like highly restrained like forced orgasm stuff you'll yeah. see that a lot or like remember the the person on the sibian at domcon oh my god like yeah. same sort of yeah yeah, yeah. Um, no but i'm i think that there's um there's a lot of different ways it can get used but it's also one of those toys that you you need a lot of space for yeah and and very much looks like what it is there's <laughs> there's no hiding the fuck machine the all of everything we've described is very like genital oriented mm -hmm. right um but there's a lot of other kinds of sex related props that exist would you consider those toys uh, no i feel like this is a like are you talking about like ball gags and stuff because mm -hmm. i was thinking about like okay well all these are like sensation related mm -hmm. right um and if we're only thinking about genitalia the but like arousal exists in all of our senses right like people feel arousal from the way their skin is touched that has like nothing to do with their genitalia or just like a a power exchange thought right or imagining like anything that involves your erotic mind i feel like we're mainly steering towards genital or like mm -hmm. orifice <laughs> stimulation so like is a chastity cage a sex toy like a collar like a ball gag i feel like all that stuff is related to a different yeah I don't know. I would like so when you when we did the first like these are what my toys look like. The, what's what are your toys when we first started dating? Yeah, I showed you literally everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and it there was a ton of bonded shit there. Yeah, and it included chastity cages. Excuse me, <laughs> which I didn't recognize at the time. But like, I don't know. I think that I think I think I would qualify that as it's a broad definition. I disagree, and, and it it doesn't matter whether or not like that stuff is a sex toy but like for the purpose of like keeping us on on task yeah yeah daddy needs to keep us on task um <laughs> daddy does a terrible job of that yeah we've mostly talked about like stuff that, that that's focused on going inside you or playing with your junk yeah how do you feel about like masturbators like like pocket pussies yeah 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 i was gonna get into this um cool but like i i'd just rather fuck around like with somebody well um <laughs> i don't i mean i guess there's some people who prefer it but um uh, but like so when there's we some some weird manosphere shit where they're like i'd rather just do that but yeah 
There, um, but there's a humiliation aspect to it. Yeah, somebody. that's so that's kind of the fun part of like, and this is we get into like sex dolls too, where it's like you can use them for functionality, but almost as a like, this is how you get to have sex, bitch. Like, it's much hotter. Yeah. Um, because there's like a whole like pussy free like femdom. Yeah. Vibe yeah. where and you can like withhold like any sort of sensation there, or you can like okay, you're gonna come, but you're gonna come in like a sex doll, which is hot. <laughs> um, agreed so uh, the most of the stuff we've talked about is about like uh sensation inducing but on a very like physical level of mm-hmm. a sensation um and i think the ways in which you um play with a partner though like you typically involves or can involve like other aspects of eroticism, like like outside of masturbation. They work great for masturbation, mm-hmm. for like that purely functional. But like for me, the best use of toys that are like of like any sort of sex toy or any bondage equipment is about how it's getting used in the mental mind game between you and the. Mm-hmm. And the person either using it on you or using it for themselves or you being forced to use it in front of them or <laughs> like um, they're they're super applicable to like stuff like just like power exchanges in general. Mm-hmm. That's I think where, where it gets the most interesting. But that's what we're incorporating like kink sphere ish stuff. And then it doesn't just become like a an object of necessarily masturbation or stimulation it then then we could say it's like it's in the context of kink versus it just being something that's like it sexual makes your body yeah 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 agreed because i was gonna say uh for the sake of masturbatory. argument masturbatory for the sake of the the argument that you know is a ball gag a sex toy or like a kink accessory there's ball gags that have dildos on the end of it right and so i don't think those are ball gags but those are hot well they're they're not ball, but they're gags yeah right so that like or they're like face straps it might not even be a gag to them i don't know anything about this topic that uh Ugh. that's false <laughs> <laughs> um i do you want me to get it out <laughs> there is like a a part that like has to go like there it's dual ended one is just like uh smaller and then the other side is like a full on like yeah but then you have like chin strap ones oh there are like, those yeah. yeah yeah those exist too but then suddenly now you've made this human your sex toy yeah right so again we're in that the, this context of like asserting some kind of power related thing or for like edge play mm-hmm that's where, in my opinion, like sex toys are fun and, and the most useful because I can just masturbate with my brain and like not need a sex toy to come. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask, too, is when you are doing solo play, do you tend what percentage of that is you do you use toys? What percentage of that are you like just using your brain? Um, I use toys maybe five percent of the time yeah like there's a spike if you get a new toy you're definitely going to use it to masturbate at least once um in solo play i remember like when we did a lot of chastity play 
you have to use a fucking toy or like a vibrator or because you don't have access yeah yeah um just with your mind yeah and some people claim and can appear to do that i'm so fucking jealous of those people who can just reach orgasm? hands free orgasm yeah yeah somebody if you're out there please teach me oh my god i'm convinced i can't do it do you remember that video that we saw of the person who came just by being ignored that's so fucking hot <laughs> it was amazing i was i remember just being like i want that to happen in my life where like there's um a woman looking at her phone she's like dress shopping and you can kind of see over her shoulder and there was somebody standing next to her with their like naked kind of at attention with a heart on and it was like right next to her but she was just ignoring this person's erection and um swiping on her phone looking at dresses Mm, yeah and then you see them come just from that i think you sent me the video of yeah i probably did because i was like holy shit like (laughs) this is amazing um okay so hands-free orgasms aside i am the opposite of you which is like i i would say 99 percent of the time when I do, maybe 100% of the time when I um, do solo play, when I masturbate, I'm using a toy. I wonder if there's a correlation between people with penises and people with vaginas that generally like, like I wonder if people with vaginas like tend to um, play with toys for masturbation and people with penises can just like, solo play or or um like non-toy masturbation is is like is, easier is to do more intuitive i don't know i don't know and i don't know if that's just if that's a me thing maybe this is a this is a good question to put like a poll to yeah. post on instagram to get a sense of like whoa what do the people do i don't know fun first instagram poll <laughs> <laughs> So if you were to put on a wish list a new toy of some kind, what would it be? I don't know. I'm 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 disenchanted with them. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. They're fine. Like I, I again I, and I was talking about this earlier. In the context of kink, they that's what I'm like, yeah, let's fuck up. But I mean I use them five percent of the fucking time. I, I like using them on my partner. I like using them on people that really like enjoy them, but you like I, being um, pegged. Yeah. That's different. How is that different? <laughs> it's not. But yeah. Okay. So that. That's the big way I engage with toys. Yeah. But that's that's almost part of the functionality of our sex life. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. In some ways, it's like that's less of a toy, particularly in like queer sex. Mm-hmm. Like that's less of like ooh, a fun toy and yeah. like that's just default yeah. how we have sex yeah. is that it involves a strap on it's not like ooh for funsies yeah it's like no that's just a part of every... it's just like another limb you have it's just another wednesday <laughs> is a dick a limb i don't think so but disenchanted with toys i don't i don't know they they i'm salty that none of these prostate massages have like worked oh. um and so i guess that's part of the disenchantment 
One of um, these days we're going to do the big, oh my God, Ori finally had a prostate orgasm. This doubt week. it. <laughs> I've tried everything. Uh, but, yeah. I, for me? Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas to me. I just got it. Yeah. <laughs> you got the sex machine. The sex machine. Yeah, I still sure. need to take a ride on that thing. So we're going to wrap up. Uh, <laughs> Thank you all for listening. 2023. It's a new year, new me, kink sense podcast vibe right now. And like, well, we're going to release episodes a bit more frequently, add kind of a lot more content to the Patreon. Thanks everybody for writing with us so far. Please, if you have ideas for the show, because like today was specifically predicated on something somebody suggested. Mm -hmm. If you have ideas for the show, shout us out, send Mm -hmm. us an email. If you have our information, Hit us up personally if you see us at a slosh, which happened. Um, we should talk about that real quick, and I'll edit this back into the beginning. But at least you had such an adorable, like, rock star moment of when we were at the slosh. Oh, yeah, that was, I got really excited about it. And you it. got recognized yeah. as, like, somebody was you like, do the oh, podcast. Y'all, you, are, you have a podcast? Yeah. And and just being like, wait, what? Like, I didn't know this. Somebody person. you didn't know at all. Yeah. Yeah. And they were able to like, I and then they were able to like give us nice feedback. And yeah. I, it felt it felt really nice. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, you've never been recognized in public before. And I'm like, no, why would I have been recognized in public before you? Like, you've had that. It's experience. a rock star moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was super cute. And you were kind of like. All smiley and icky. Yeah. Um, no, that was sweet. But, um, very memorable. And then I, pr- I think I proceeded to be like, tell all my best friends, like, guess what happened to yeah. me? Yeah. Um, so that was fun. That's um, all we got. Yeah. So other things, though, inclu- include where can we find this podcast? Where can people find it? You found it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how they would be listening. Fair. Okay, that's not the question I'm looking for. So, uh, we want people to subscribe. You that idea? No, we, like the whole like subscribe, rate, like. Yeah. Okay. Push. Okay, okay. That's yeah. What I'm so whatever, about. whatever medium you're listening to us on, I was looking at the stats a little bit, and it's a lot of Spotify, good amount of YouTube. Um, there's a good chunk on on Apple Podcasts, and then some other stuff kind of like scattered in between. Whatever you're listening to us on, please leave us a review, preferably a constructive one, preferably a nice one, but be true to yourself. Yeah, if you have suggestions for the podcast, you can DM us if you know us or um, kind of leave a review with a suggestion or um, hit us up at kinksensecoaching at gmail.com <laughs> and um, let us know what you think. I think that's all we got. Mm-hmm. Would you say so? Anything? Any last words? Um, no, no. We're Happy good. New Year. Happy New Year! All right, I'm Ori. That's Elise. This is King Sense Podcast. Only all ovopositors were shamed in the making. I don't know that we podcast. shamed them. <laughs> we should have. Just, I'm trying. <laughs> Hot takes. No, I really want one. Oh. <laughs>